42-37. Bo, drive, reverse layup, got it, and one! Right, went to the left side of the rim with the right hand for the finish. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Inbounds to Goldwire. He'll bring it up, and the Sooners will head to Manhattan on a win streak, hoping for a big dub on Saturday. Final score tonight in Norman, it's Oklahoma 72 and West Virginia 59. Now, back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears, John Morris. Back with us live from Kansas City. Snow continues to come down. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Oklahoma Sports Network from Learfield. Toby Rowland, Kevin Henry with the calls for Oklahoma basketball. And the color analyst for the uh, Sooners, Kevin Henry, joins us now. And, Kevin, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being on with us today. Yeah, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man. There's uh, there's probably some people listening in the Waco area and maybe outside that uh, that know you and remember your time there. Uh, you guys, uh, your family spent spent a few years in Waco. Yeah, we did, man. We enjoyed our time there. We spent I was there for 15 years. Moved there in 2000. Finished up my playing career in 2002, and then stayed on. Stayed on as a as an assistant in the athletic department. Moved into an advising role, and then. Um, worked my way into a, another position or two and then left to be the athletic director over at the Methodist Children's Home and really loved my time there and uh, hated to leave. But um, uh, I think, you know, my wife got a job up here teaching at OU. And and uh, so our our family move uh, all happened there. And and uh, it's been good. It's been really good. She's now the associate dean of the College of Ed here at uh, OU. And I'm our uh, director of development in the Sooner Club, so I do fundraising, and then I uh, get get a chance to hang out with the basketball team and staff and and everyone uh, calling the games with uh, our voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. So it's been been a fun ride. This is my sixth sixth season on the call, and and uh, it's just it's fun to be around the, this group of guys. Very cool. Man, that's great. That is great. Uh, looking forward to this game coming up this evening. Uh, I, somebody asked me the question, you know, which team uh, really needs to win here? And my first thought was Oklahoma because, you know, most most projections have six Big 12 schools in the NCAA tournament. You guys would be number seven. And you've got a really good resume to make a case for uh, for making the NCAA tournament this year. You know, John, we really do. Uh, you look around, we've got nine quad one and quad two wins. And uh, that's what a lot of the committees looking at these days. A lot of your metrics goes off of, you know, some of those different things. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've had some, some really good wins. I mean, there's teams that are in the tournament that, that are locks for the tournament with four a quad one and two wins. And so, you know, the Big 12 just t- such a tough league. And in normal years and in some years, you know, it's, it's common to have seven or eight uh, teams get in the tournament. And, you know, this year it, it could be less. And I think one of the reasons why it could be less is that, you know, there's so many good teams and they just kind of beat up on each other all season long. And so it makes yeah. some, some of us end up with not so great records. But, I mean, if you really get down and, and look at the uh, psychology of the schedule, I mean, there's so many uh, tough games. There's so many great wins to be had. And, uh you know, Oklahoma, fortunately, is, was able to win a bunch of those games, especially early on. We had a great non-conference schedule. We 
beat Arkansas, beat Florida. Um, and so, you know, right now, this time of year, I mean, everybody's, you know, looking for wins. And I think, you know, as we, you know, finished up on a three-game win streak in conference, which is really good, uh, we're also looking around the country at, you know, what's this team doing? What's that team doing? They're on the bubble just like we are. And did they win or lose this week? And then, you know, there's other teams that, you know, are, are you know, trying to make it as well, or even teams that probably won't make it, but they can upset somebody and it makes that game against us look even better. So uh, it's right. a lot, a lot goes into it, but it's, uh, it's fun. This time, of, this time of year is great. And it's fun to watch all the basketball games on, on the television. Four wins against uh, top 15 opponents this year. Uh, number 11, strength of schedule. I mean, all of those things show that, that Porter Mosier has done a really good job in his first year with, you know, with, with really a revamped lineup um, his first year as head coach at OU. Had to get nine new guys and had to recruit them off of Zoom. And so you, <laughs> you think about think about all that. It's just been, uh, it's been a challenge. When you come in, you take over – uh, a roster. I mean, you look at the guys that left that could have returned. Harmon's at Oregon. Uh, Alondis Williams, Wake Forest ACC Player of the Year this year. Uh, Brady Manick, North Carolina. And uh, I don't know how the vote shook out, but he didn't make first team, but he, you know, was probably right there in the mix. Um, and then Austin Reeves, who could have returned, he's now playing for the Lakers. And so uh, there was, you know, those were just four guys right there that could have all come back, used that extra COVID year um, and stayed, but decided to, you know, move on, play professionally, what have you. So, um, yeah, you had to go back. I mean, he had to go and, and get quite a few guys. And so, um, you know, to, to put a group together like uh, Coach has this year has been really special. It's been fun to watch them. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's tough. It's a challenge. I mean, there's – you know, trying to build a team through the transfer portal and, and those sorts of things. And then we had some freshmen that we had signed that decided to come on um, and stay with us. But, you know, it's hard to win with freshmen in the, in the Big 12 especially. I mean, there's not many freshmen that, that play significant minutes. C.J. Nolan for us got all freshman team. Uh, but, I mean, you think about it, there's not a lot of freshmen that, that get to play. You guys have two of the best. Um, but after that, I mean, there's not many in this league. So, uh, you got to get old and stay old, I feel like, to really uh, challenge in this league. Yeah, and that's hard to do these days, isn't it? You know, you, you really don't see that many teams that uh, that have those veterans that stick around. Uh, you do have an older guy, a senior, a transfer from North Texas, and Emoji Gibson. Uh, talk about his year. Uh, that's a guy out of Waco's University High School. Yeah, Mo's been great. I mean, he can flat out shoot the basketball and – He's been a you know he's been around quite a bit. He redshirted his first year um, at North Texas and then played a couple there. And now he's here playing a couple with us and and uh, he's got an opportunity to come back next year too. Not sure what he'll end up doing. He participated in senior night last week, but um, Mo's been awesome. I mean, just such a good shooter, good teammate, um, great on the ball defender. Uh, I mean, he's been a big part of our success this year and especially the last few games i mean just when he catches fire i mean he's one of those guys that just can really light it up and so we got to have him make shots i mean it makes this it's a world of difference when we're making threes and so uh you know just like anybody got to have your three-point shooters guys that can make them taking them yeah and he had uh i think your two highest scoring games this year 30 in that win over tech and 29 against Kansas State, your last game into the regular season. I mean, he's been a real key for you, hadn't he? 
Well, it's just he has, and there's other guys as well that's, you know, shared in some of that workload. But, you know, overall, Mo's been great. And um, I always mention, you know, that one of the keys to us is our three-point shooting. And it's not just him. It's a uh, big guy underneath Tanner Groves. He's able to pick and pop, and he's able to make some threes. And then, you know, anytime you can have another guy or two step out there and make some, um, that helps us. When we can get double-digit threes, we've been pretty good. Um, but when teams guard the three-point line and, and really take that away from us, it's such a big component. That's why you see so many teams using it as a, as a weapon. So uh, we hope that we were able to get Mo loose for some open ones. But, yeah, you're right. The, the two games that he's really gone off, you know, we've, had it, we've won, and uh, it's been the difference. Kevin, uh, from your you know perspective, doing the game broadcast and as a former player, um, tell everybody what it's like. So Baylor and Oklahoma will play for the third time this season tonight, and it's tough enough to play everybody home and away to play them twice. They're so well scouted. I mean, our coaches know what you guys are going to do and want to do, and you guys know what Baylor wants to do. Then you take it another step and play a team for a third time in a season. That's just really tough, isn't it? It really is. It's. Um, I don't know if there's many other uh, conferences and leagues out there that do the double round robin like the Big Twelve does, and right. it's hard. Right. And you got to play everybody home and home, and uh, it's, it's just it's it's a struggle. And you're right, teams know. I mean, the coaching. Think about the coaches and the the pedigree of uh, the caliber of coaches that you have in this league. I mean, just such veterans. It's been the you know, Final Fours and Sweet Sixteens and National Championship winning coaches. Um, it's it's hard, and so what happens is you got to make plays. And at, at the end of the season, especially, but even when you're you know early on, you teams know each other so well that you got to have guys that can go out there and get a bucket. You got to have guys that can go out there and make a play. And whenever you have those, you got a chance to to have some success in this league. And you guys know that. You know that from from the teams that you've had, and you've got one again this year a really good team and we know it because we've had some guys that can go get buckets think about buddy Heald that helped us go to the final four and trey young that was just unbelievable so i mean you've got to have those types of players um to to really not not survive but have a chance to do some neat things and finish in the top half of this league you've got to have just those guys that can go get buckets and it's hard to they're hard to find and, and this league is so hard that you know they guard you so well they know your tendencies you know guys that like to go left or guys that like to jump hook over their, you know, right shoulder, whatever. I mean, it's just so hard, um, the, the strategies that go on. So you got to just, you got to roll the ball out there and at, at the late clock plays and things like that, you just got to have somebody can go get a bucket. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much. I will uh, see you at the T-Mobile Center here in just a little bit. Sounds good, John. Take care. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Kevin Henry, uh, former Baylor basketball standout, now color analyst with the Oklahoma Sports Network from Learfield and uh, director of development works with the uh, Sooner Club, raising funds for OU athletics at the University of Oklahoma.